Go with me to the book of Acts 15. Acts 15. I want to talk about rebuilt ruins to reach the lost. Rebuilt ruins to reach the lost. That's the purpose of Easter. You and I, we are ruin that has been rebuilt with a purpose, with a reason to reach out to somebody else. That's why Jesus came. The Son of God was manifested so that he might destroy the works of Satan. For God so loved the world that he sent his only begotten Son so that whomsoever believes in him, he or she will not uh, perish, but they will have eternal life. They will have eternal life. And eternal life is an assurance that even though one dies today, there is another life that he has prepared for you and I. And uh, in the book of Acts, this is when the rebuilding started, something that has been prophesied by even uh, minor prophets like Amos. And in Acts uh, chapter 15 from verse 16, uh, the Bible uh, says, after this, I will return and rebuild the tabernacle of David, which has fallen down, and I will rebuild its ruins and will set it up so that the rest of mankind may seek the Lord. That's the purpose of rebuilding. That's the purpose of restoration, so that our friends and our neighbors may be reconciled back to our God. Even all the Gentiles, the pagan world, the heathen world, those who are called by my name, they are those who are not in this church here this morning but they still belong to God. They are called by his name. And nothing that will happen, no event that takes place that can stop the plan of God. Those who are called by my name, says the Lord, who does all these things, known to God from eternity, are his works. And this is the word of God this morning. And we see a scenario in uh, Jerusalem where the, the New Testament church has begun the work of rebuilding. And thousands are being reconciled back to God. The Jew and the Gentile. And then there is a controversy from some Pharisees who have now become believers. They start saying that the Gentiles who are getting saved must be circumcised. They must follow fully the law of Moses. And I want you to see that they want these people that are being rebuilt by God to carry a burden and a yoke that even they themselves and the generations before them will not be able to bear. Because these people are getting saved through their faith and by the grace of God. And God is saying that these are my people so there is this controversy. And they send Paul and Barnabas 
to go and meet other apostles so that they can sit on a table and try to resolve this conflict that is facing the church in uh, the early days. And uh, we see that uh, when they got there, and then Peter spoke in Acts chapter 15 uh, from verse 7 to all the way to, to 11. And he started telling them the things that God is doing amongst these Gentiles whom they are demanding that now they must be circumcised. Let me tell you, it's not through circumcision that we become believers. It is through faith and through the grace of God. And therefore, Peter here, uh, he gives, he narrates what happened in the house of Cornelius. He says that how he himself did not want to intervene until the Lord revealed it through a dream and a vision. And God was telling them, him that uh, you cannot curse what I have blessed. You cannot reject what I have accepted. You cannot call unclean what I have called clean. And therefore, Peter was open. And in the house of Cornelius, there was the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. And these men and women were reconciled back to God. That's the purpose of Easter. That's why Jesus came to rebuild this temple that was broken down. And therefore, I want us to look at something here. Number one, in times of rebuilding, we have to deal with every controversy. They dealt with controversy. As we see uh, Acts 15, verse 13 to 15, James gave uh, the concluding remarks that carried the day. And James says in Acts 15, verse 13 to 15, Men and brethren, listen to me. Simon, and I want you to know that James is the brother of Jesus. And he says, Simon Peter has declared how God at first visited Gentiles to take out of them a people for his name. And with this, the world, the words of the prophets agrees just as it is written in Amos chapter 9. If you go with me to the Amos chapter 9, this is what now uh, James is quoting and he says, Amos 9 verse 11, verse 8 I believe, we start from verse 8. Behold the eyes of the Lord God are on the sinful kingdom and I will destroy it from the face of the earth. Yet I will not utterly destroy the house of Jacob. I want you to catch that. That the Lord is saying he will not utterly destroy. So even in our days, no matter what happens, the house of Jacob, there is a promise from God that he will not utterly destroy. And he continues to say, For surely I will command and I will sift the house of Israel among the nations. It's like we are experiencing today. Shifting. The shaking. And I want to talk to you and tell you every time there is a shifting and a shaking is so that the gates will open. And the king of glory, Jesus Christ himself, will come and enter. The reason why there is a shaking is so that the nations of the earth will recognize the name of the Lord Jesus. It 
They are shifted as grain is, is shifted in a sieve. Yet, not the smallest grain shall fall to the ground. May the Lord be praised. Not the smallest of his grain shall fall to the ground. He will preserve it. He will keep it safe in the name of Jesus. And all the sinners of my people shall die by the sword who say the calamity shall not overtake nor confront us. This is about the ignorant people who are not listening to what the Lord is saying. On that day, Amos says, I will raise up the tabernacle of David which has fallen down and repair its damages. I will raise up its ruins. The ruins are the people of God that are called by his name. God, listen to me, no matter the magnitude of ruins, God is prepared to rebuild the ruins until the ruin is perfected to take the mission to the nations of the earth and every voice will hear says the spirit of God are you with me I will raise it up again and rebuild it as the days of the old that they may possess the remnant of Edom and all the Gentiles who are called by my name. Atawale wataki kuokoka na kumujua mungu. They will be drawn back. I declare a great revival that is coming and it targets everybody in the name of Jesus. You can hide, but when the Spirit of God is released, I'm telling you, no cave can hide you. No hole can, can hinder the power of God to be released. Because he's saying, he, listen, that they may possess the remnant of Edom. There are people who don't go to church today. There are some types of Rahab. They may be out there in the streets, but God is looking for such a generation. Amen. There are some people who look rebellious, anti-Christ with the spirit of anti-Christ because God is a merciful God. He will extend his hand of compassion. That's why he sent his son Jesus. Listen to me. He sent Jesus so that everybody can be reconciled back to the Father. And let me tell you something. There is no way God can create a people and leave them in the hands of Satan. After all, it's not everybody who wants to go on the side of the devil. Praise the name of Jesus. And all the Gentiles were called by my name, says the Lord, who does this thing. And behold, the day is coming, says the Lord, when the plowman shall overtake the reaper. And the trader of grapes, him who sows seeds. Let us not look at things that are happening right now and conclude that it is over. It is not over until Jehovah says it's over. So these guys dealt with controversy. And James points them to what the prophet was talking about. And that brings me to my number two. That the intention, what the prophet is talking about, is that God has a plan of rescue. God has a plan of restoration rebuilding his people and God has a plan of granting hope to his people even in helpless situation it's about rescue it's about rebuilding it's about hope because God has a 
hope and an expectation for you, my brother and my sister. Well, you would say amen. Glory to God. This was his plan to rescue, rebuilding his people, and giving them hope. And Amos uh, chapter 9 verse 11, the focus turns from judgment to rescuing his people and rebuilding them. That's why he sacrificed his own son. I like the song that uh, the media department was playing this morning. It's by Florence Moradi. Nitaingia kwenye lango. Powerful song. Huh? And because of the sacrifice that was made by Jesus. So God is saying that the time is coming when his anger will be turned away and that the ruined people will be restored. And I declare to you that even in our generation, he's still doing his work. Let us not focus so much on the COVID. Let us do what we are told to do. But beyond COVID, there is what God is doing. Amen. That's what he's doing. His plan is still there. And there is no, nothing else that can manifest on the face of the earth that will abort the purposes of God or delay it. The repairing of the tent of David. Why, why would God want to repair the tent of David? Because, listen, David was a very unique person even be, before he became a king in Israel. He would always carry his harp and his guitars. And out there in the wilderness, David knew how to worship God. In the midst of the enemies, David knew how to worship God. In the midst of attacks and opposition, David knew how to worship God. And David as a sinner, every time he sinned, he was quick to repent. He would always tell God, create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. Lord, do not take away the Holy Spirit from me. Renew within me a right spirit so that I'll be full of joy, that I will know how to reach out to these ruins that you're looking for out there. Sinners who need to be re reconciled back to their creator. Glory to God. So the repairing of the tent of David in verse 11 is about restoration of his people to spiritual wholeness. Let me tell you, God does not work when things look okay. The power of God will not manifest in your life when things look all right. It is in times of pain, it is in fearful moments, like we are going through, that God manifests his hand in a great way to protect his people. So no matter what darkness is out there in the world today, that's why I woke up this morning singing that song. And I got out of my bed at the song. Tembea nai. Ingawa mchana. When there is enough light that you can see the way. Ingawa 
usiku. Times of darkness. And remember what I said last weekend, last Sunday, that dark times are in the hands of God. And when they come, it is time for you to rest and it is time for you to recline upon his shoulders and see what God can do for you. Praise the name of Jesus. It was God's people who had fallen into ruin of sin and judgment. Now it is the same people who will be repaired and rebuilt. Because God has a plan. And remember what the Bible says. That when the enemy comes in like a flood, the spirit of the living God will lift up a standard against him in the name of Jesus. I declare, may the Holy Spirit lift up a standard against the spirit of the enemy, against the thief. The thief comes to steal, to kill, and to destroy. But the Son of God was manifested during Easter to give life and to give it in abundance. That's what we should embrace during Easter. In the name of Jesus, he says, this time, Choose life or death. But he says, choose life and choose blessings. Glory to God. Praise the name of Jesus. They dealt with controversy and they had to understand the plan of God was to rescue. Hello? Number three. We must understand our identity and our purpose, even during COVID. For the people of Jerusalem, the controversy made them understand uh, their identity and the purpose. It was about the destiny of the nations that are called by the name of our God. And sometimes you don't think so much about them when we come to church. Because you have a friend. Don't even attend the church the whole year. And yet you as a witness. You as a neighbor minister. You never stretch out your hand. So this time of rebuilding we are being rebuilt. We are the ruin that must be rebuilt so that we can rebuild others. I'm a ruin that the Lord is preparing. I'm a ruin that the Lord is shaping and molding again. In verse 12, the purpose of that rebuilding is so that Edom, a gentle nation, might be reconciled back as a rebuilt people of God. And sometimes we tend to focus on self. But God wants you to think about others. Others who don't have a privilege like you do. Others who are prone to the attack of the enemy. You, you have been rebuilt. You have been restored. And you've been covered by his precious blood. His mounted walls on every side. And like Job, he's accorded you favor. But there are others that are prone to the attack of the enemy. LFM, we are fighting an enemy. There is no gun that can handle him. 
We are fighting an enemy that is not in any war room. We don't know what strategy will take him out. But listen to me. When Nehemiah was building the wall, some guys were taking the materials to build while others took the weapons of war and they were standing on guard. This is the time not to panic. This is the time to rise up and be bold as a lion because he who is in you is greater than he that is out there in the world. Stand with the weapons of war and our weapons of warfare are not carnal. They are mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. Strongholds of the enemy that are in the realm of the spirit as we begin to speak as believers who are full of faith. Listen to me. Strongholds shall be broken down not by might, not by power, but by the name of the Lord. not the time to panic the heavens declares of his greatness the earth declares of his work the air that I breathe is the one who gives and even as you pray for the oxygen the lacks in the nation. As we pray for oxygen cylinders, don't remember, don't forget that the air that you breathe has the owner, not the BOC. Is it possible for the Lord to have a spiritual membrane? That can cover his people. Like he did in Egypt. That as they walked in a scourging heat. He brought a crowd that covered them. So that the heat will not destroy them by day. And at night when it was too cold. That the cold would destroy and kill everybody. He brought a pillar of fire. This is the time to wage warfare. This is the time to speak in another language that you may understand. If you don't understand, come we shall lay hands. You shall begin to prophesy in that language. Because that's how we build up ourselves in the most holy faith. By praying in that language that has been given to us. The purpose of repairing and rebuilding the sinful people was to possess all the nations who are called by my name, says the Lord. In other words, in simple terms, the purpose is to hand over this blessing to somebody else who need it. Freely you and I have received and freely we must extend the hand to another person. Are you listening to what the Spirit of God is saying? There are people out there that are called by his name. So it was about gathering back people to God. That's why Jesus came. That's why Easter is so powerful. That's why at Easter, some things happened. The veil of the temple parted. The graves opened. And ladies and gentlemen, I want to show you something. That when the graves opened, there were some guys who had died, they were in the grave and they got up and they sat on their graves for three days. 
Some of these guys did not have the knowledge to step out. They got out. God is in the business of rebuilding his people, not destroying his people. Just like James says, this is not unique only with Amos. Isaiah chapter 11, verse 10. New King James says, In that day there shall be a root of Jesse who shall stand as a banner to the people. For the Gentiles shall seek him and his resting place shall be glorious. James is saying that a day is coming when God will return in favor to his people. May that day be today in Jesus' name. When God will repair them and rebuild them and make them a means to gather in all the nations to gather in all the nations that are called by his name and that's why we have Peter and we have Paul and Barnabas they may not Jew, be Jews all of them they had come from different ethnic groups because that's the work that God wants to do even today in our generation When others want to go back to their old ways and traditions, God is calling the nations to himself. Because even in the last days, all tribes and nations will be gathered and worshipped together forever and ever. Hallelujah. So James argument is confirmed by Peter because Peter, Simon Peter has declared how God at first visited the Gentiles and he's talking of the house of Cornelius which is in Acts I believe chapter 10 and how the Holy Spirit came and transformed these people we all know that Jesus came into the world and began to reconcile us back to God. As the purpose of Easter. It's not going out there and having parties. No. We are being reconciled back to our creator. And the early church had already experienced great miracles of rebuilding. At one point, Peter preached and 5,000 came to God. At another time, he preached another 8,000. Uh -uh. It was added from 5,000. Now there are 8,000. I'm telling you, when God begins to do the work of rebuilding, let me tell you something. People will not migrate from this church to that church to that church. The churches will grow numerically. Not because of immigration of believers. But the power will be back so that as we preach, men and women who are in our streets will come to know him. Hallelujah. This way is already open to you and me. We were once Gentiles. Because we were sinners. We had lost the way. But now we are on track. Because while we were yet sinners, the Lord loved us so much that he sacrificed his own son to come and die for you. To come and go on the cross. Every one of us here was supposed to be hanged on the cross because of our sins. 
But God said, no. You cannot bear the pain. You won't be able to handle the pain. I'll sacrifice my son. And Jesus did the work. So the New Testament church is supposed to continue with the work of rebuilding and the work of repairing and the work of restoration. So that men and women in your community who don't know God, they seek him. When they see your testimony, they run to him. And they see your good character. They say, only God can make such a character. Peter is part of the rebuilt ruin of the people of God. And right in line with the prophetic scripture, he did not hinder the blessings of salvation. This is the message that is coming. Even when our brothers, our sisters out there, and we are in the time of war, and they call you and they have pain, before you start panicking, give them the message of the gospel. It's an opportunity for you when you hear they are rushed to the, to the, to the, to the theater and uh, to the ICU and they lack cause it, give them the message of the gospel. That's your work. You are a rebuilt ruin so that you can rebuild some people and restore them back to God. LFM. God had promised to come and rebuild the ruins of his people and make those very people the instruments by which he would reach the Gentile world. Even when they tell us about the COVID measures and protocols and uh, spacing is time for reaching out. This has made your life easier and simpler. You can get to somebody's house without invitation. You can even get to some bedroom where you are not supposed to be and preach Christ. Because a day will come when we'll get to heaven and those you witness to and they receive Jesus, they are your meadows. They are your decoration. Because one of these days we shall be decorated when we get to glory. Praise the name of Jesus. What does this have to say about who we are and why we are here? Listen, we are ruins in the process of being repaired and rebuilt by the grace of God. And the reason we are here is so that the rest of mankind may come to know him. Period. That's it. The rebuilt ring of the tabernacle of David must encourage the Gentiles for, re for the rebuilding. They too must become must become part of the rebuilding. Kazi ya watu kuokoka siya kazi ya mchugaji peke yake. It is not shepherd. It is not the shepherds 
who gives birth to the sheep. It is the sheep who gives birth to other sheep. Make sure you become fruitful spiritually. This is what Paul is saying in, in Ephesians chapter 2, verse 19 and 20. That now, therefore, you are no longer strangers and foreigners, but fellow citizens with the saints and members of the household of God. Aren't you proud of that? I'm a member of a household of God. Yes, I'm proud to be a member of LFM, but I'm a member of a household of God. Even if LFM disqualified me, I'm a member of the household of God. Having been built on the foundation of the apostles and the prophets, Jesus Christ himself being the cornerstone. LFM, we are ruins in the process of being repaired and rebuilt by the grace of God so that men and women may seek the Lord. That's the message for Easter. That's what the angels told the women who came to look at the grave. And they were told, he is not here. He is risen. Go and tell Peter and others to gather somewhere because he will soon come and visit. May he come and visit some of you in the name of Jesus. I say, may he come and visit you. In Jeremiah, as I finish, that is verse 17 and 19. He says, For I will restore health to you and heal your wounds, says the Lord, because they called you an outcast, saying, This is Zion. One, no one seeks her. Thus says the Lord, Behold, I will bring back the captivity of Jacob's tent and have mercy on his dwelling places. The city shall be built upon its own mold and the palaces shall remain according to its structure and plan. Then out of them shall proceed thanksgiving. I believe even during COVID time. And the voice of those who make merry, I will multiply them and they shall not diminish. I will also glorify them and they shall not be small. What God is doing shall be exalted over the ages. Even in our days. May God restore you today. Now what is this application? As I conclude, we have two practical applications to our message today. One, we must be bold and encouraged. As you follow protocols that are laid by our doctors, you must be bold and encouraged. You should not live in a spirit of fear because the worst thing that can happen to you is when you entertain the spirit of fear that comes to seduce you and to make you doubt the God who is still alive. We are being encouraged that God is in the business of rebuilding. That today we are encouraged that the time of tearing down is over. I should hear amen.
and that we live in a time of divine rebuilding. Oh, Pastor, you're saying that and our people are dying. God is still alive. God still has a plan for you and our brothers and our sisters. But we cannot encourage, we cannot cover our brothers and our sisters if we are in helplessness. Nani atawasaidia? Nani atawasaidia wale wako kwa hospitali, kwa ma ICU, and they need the hand of God. God is not going to come down on earth. God is looking for a man to stand in the gap, a man or a woman he can use. To declare what I'm declaring today. We live in a day when God's purpose is to rebuild the ruins of his people. And not even COVID pandemic can stop that. LFM be encouraged today. No matter how much ruin is in your life. Be encouraged LFM, encourage yourself that today is the day of repair and today is the day of rebuilding. Even if you have come to the end of yourself, just remember it's the day of repair and the day of rebuilding. Because God is merciful. He's chosen not to judge us. He's chosen to repair us so that he can possess what belongs to him. This is a time for lifting what has fallen and rebuilding the ruins. And remember, when we talk of the ruins, you and I, we are the ruins. All right? This is a time. And finally, number two, Know who you are. Know who you are in such a time as this. Esther, you must. You must do whatever you must do as, and know why you are alive at such a time. God is rebuilding the ruins of his people so that the rest may seek the Lord. We must devote ourselves to helping other people. We must. Church, we are God's ruin that are being rebuilt by the grace of God. We are filthy rags, but in His hands. Isaiah 64, verse 6, Bible says, But we are all like an clean thing, unclean thing in the eyes of God. All our righteousness like filthy rags in the eyes of God. We all fade as a leaf. And our iniquities like the wind have taken us away from him. And this is the time to come back to him. This is the time to listen because he stands at the door of your heart and he knocks. If you hear the knock, acknowledge and he will come, he will enter. You will dine together, you will live together. Listen to me, if God comes and lives in your house, to be different, to change the situation. Our rebuilding is so that the rest of our brothers and sisters, those we condemn, those who are in sin, they don't know what sin is all about. You and I, we know what is sin because we have the Holy Spirit, but they don't have. And the world doesn't have the Holy Spirit, so they don't know what sin is all about. But sometimes we end up condemning them. Let's pray for them and not to condemn them. 
That's what the church did in, during the time of Martin Luther. What was the plague then, Emily? The black plague. It was worse than this. They didn't have the medical facilities that we have today. But they went through it. Listen, as I finish, I want you to be strong. I was watching a, a movie. It's called uh, 93 Days. And it was about Ebola in Nigeria. And one medical a doctor many of them got the virus but this one medical doctor a woman she was strong on the inside there was no medicine listen to me you and I the real guy is the spirit man who resides on the inside COVID cannot can never get that guy But when you're strong and you have observed the protocol and the rules, you can fight back. I say it again, you can fight. Because the spirit of a strong man, a strong woman will sustain that person through the infirmity. You have to choose to be strong. the sake of your family, for the sake of your nation, for the sake of those who are out there that we must reach. Be strong. And may God give you the courage to face the challenge of the pandemic situation today. In Jesus' name, God bless you.